Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hey there, friends. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, here with my bestie Gracie, the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. Gracie here. Are you ready to go with us to explore Utah, our 45th state? The capital and biggest city is Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is the only capital city in the U.S. that is three words long. You may think that's a long name, but until 1868, the capital was called Great Salt Lake City. It was named after Utah's Great Salt Lake. This lake is even saltier than the ocean. Wow, that makes it super salty. I guess because Utah is only spelled with four letters, people thought a longer city name would sound better. The meaning of the name Utah could be from two different places. One could be the Spanish nickname for the Ute Native American tribe, Utah. Or it could be from the Ute's word, Utas, which is said to mean the people or people of the mountains. But you know what? I think the state nickname is really fun. It's the Beehive State. And you know that bees are hard workers making all that yummy honey. And the Mormons, people who came here in 1847 for religious freedom, were hard workers too. So they called their state the Beehive State because they were as busy as bees. Pioneers had to be hard workers. Before the Mormons, there were Mexican, Spanish, Native American, and even people from the Ice Age. Wow! Talking about the Ice Age, I've got a chilly fact. The snow here in Utah is lighter and drier than in any other state. This makes great skiing. And it has to be true, because it says so on Utah's license plate. The greatest snow on Earth. You're right. It is a skier's paradise with 14 high mountain ski resorts. Now on to some nature. The state tree is the quaking aspen. The word quaking means to shake. Well, why is the tree called that? Does it shake all the time? The name quaking or trembling aspen comes from the fact that the leaves move in even the lightest of breezes. Ooh, I bet that's pretty to see. The state flower is the sago lily. This lily likes to live in the desert. The word sago is from the Shoshone tribe and means edible bulb. Edible means you can eat it. And people did. First the Native Americans and then the Mormon pioneers. The bulbs weren't very big just about the size of walnuts or marbles. I heard they taste best right after they're cooked. I don't think I would like to eat them. I bet they're chewy. I agree that we're fortunate not to be pioneers. Perhaps you would rather have some Bloomin' ice cream with Oreos and white chocolate chips in it. This flavor is only made at Utah University and was churned up by the food science program. Mm-mm, that does sound more delicious. Come on over to the map so we can find Utah and get going. I am right here with you, Jazzy. Do you see Utah? It's right here with Idaho and Wyoming to the north, Arizona to the south, Colorado to the east, and Nevada to the west. I see it, Gracie. And look, it's one of those four corner states. In the southeast corner, it touches Arizona, Colorado, and New Mexico. Remember when we stood there in Colorado with a paw and a claw in each state? Yes, I do. Now into our cute blue camper, and we're off. I am already snuggled in my princess bed. Ready for famous people? I sure am. My famous person is Philo T. Farnsworth. He invented an early television. 
Wow, that's a super great invention. How else would I watch my favorite shows? My famous person is the famous, or I guess infamous, outlaw Butch Cassidy. And guess what? He was born in Beaver, just like Philo Farnsworth. Butch and his gang, the Wild Bunch, robbed banks and trains. Even though he was an outlaw, he didn't like violence and claimed to have never killed anyone. So I guess he was kind of a nice outlaw? Although being an outlaw is not a good job. You're right about that, Jasmine. And already we're here at our first stop in eastern Utah at Arches National Park. We can see more than 2,000 out-of-this-world red sandstone arches. And that's not all. We'll also find towers, mazes, and other huge rock formations. I'm going to look for a new arch. If someone discovers a new arch, they get to name it. I think the Jasmine and Gracie arch sounds just perfect. Don't you, Gracie? I will admit it has a nice ring to it. We'll take the scenic drive and stop to visit the arches. Perfect! Icy balanced rock. It really looks like that rock is balancing on the top. Yes, it does. We can also see Windows Arch and Double Arch from here. I want to go to Delicate Arch. I'm so glad we're here at sunset because it will be a gorgeous view. It will be, but let's stop here at the Ute Rock Art or Petroglyphs. Gracie, this art is amazing. Look at the horse and rider with the bighorn sheep and an animal that looks like a dog. The Utes were great artists. They certainly were. Hard to believe that the pictures were carved thousands of years ago. These drawings are very special to Native Americans because they were made by their ancestors. Oh, it's almost sunset. Good thing we're at Delicate Arch. Wow, it is so beautiful. All those gorgeous colors. I feel like we're the only ones in the universe. I agree. It is a glorious feeling. Now we need to head back. I'm sorry you didn't find a new arch to name. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. But you know what, Gracie? With all this beauty, it's okay. So what's next? Our next stop is the Great Salt Lake. It's the largest and saltiest lake, not only in the U.S., but in the whole Western Hemisphere. How did it get salty? We're not near the ocean. You're right. We're in a desert, not near the ocean at all. Great Salt Lake is called a terminal lake because the water flows into the lake, but it doesn't flow out. Four rivers, the Bear, Weber, Ogden, and Jordan, bring water into the lake. It's salty because minerals and salts from the mountains flow into the lake. But Gracie, if the water never flows out, doesn't the lake overflow? Good question, Jazzy. But it doesn't overflow because the water evaporates from the lake. Oh, we must be really close. I see seagulls, Utah State bird. I see them too. This is a great place to bird watch. Just watch out that they don't steal your lunch. Are you ready for a swim? The water is so salty that we will float. Really? That sounds fun. I'll try it, even though swimming is not really my thing. Ooh, wow, Gracie, this is cool. I'm not doing anything, and I'm just floating along. Yes, I agree. This was the perfect way to relax before visiting Zion National Park. Super idea! Did you know that this place was named Zion by the Mormons? Zion is a word from the Hebrew language. It means safe place. I guess the Mormons thought this would be a good place to live. Yes, they did, but they weren't the first people to live here. Over 5,000 years ago, the first people to live here were the Anasazi, 
Even now, we can still see signs of their homes and art. One site we can't miss is Zion Canyon. It was made by the Virgin River, flowing through the rock millions of years ago, and is about 2,000 feet deep. And Kolob Arch is almost as big as the landscape arch back at Arches National Park. Sounds good, Gracie. I'm going to be on the lookout for the California condor. This is the largest flying bird in North America. Its wings can be 10 feet long, tip to tip, and it can fly up to 55 miles per hour. California condors are really hard to see because they're endangered and there aren't very many of them flying around anymore. Cheer up, Jasmine. There are lots of other animals to look for. Why, there are 79 different kinds of mammals here, along with amphibians, reptiles, fish, and birds. Personally, I will be on the lookout for the Mojave Desert tortoise. Our cute blue camper is parked. Let's get on the tram to take us to Canyon Overlook Trail so we can see Zion Canyon. Lead the way, Jazzy. I'm right behind you. Wow! The trail is carved right out of the sandstone walls. Sometimes there's even a rock roof over us. I'm glad because that keeps us cool. I'm also glad there are railings here to keep us safe. Just look at the view. Seeing the white, red, and orange striped sandstone against the blue sky is breathtaking. Walking through the hidden cave gave us a chance to cool off. Careful climbing over that tree root. Thanks, Gracie, but you know cats are really good at climbing. Wow! We're on the top of the great arch and are we ever up high? We can see down into Zion Canyon. If you look carefully, you can see the Zion Mount Carmel Tunnel and the windows that are carved into it. We will be driving through it on our way out. Over there, I see a desert tortoise. Gracie, since I didn't get to see a California condor, I'm glad you got to see your tortoise. Are you ready? We're going through the Zion Mount Carmel Tunnel on our way to Bryce Canyon National Park. I'm so glad we're going through the tunnel. It will get us there so much faster. The tunnel is over a mile long and goes right through Mount Carmel. Look, it even has windows in it so it's not so dark. When the tunnel was being built, workers made the windows to dump out the rock. Now the windows give us spectacular views as we drive on through. Gracie, I thought we were going to Bryce Canyon National Park. I don't see any canyons, just these tall, red, spiky sandstone towers. Looks like we're on the moon. Good observation, Jasmine. Bryce Canyon doesn't have canyons. Instead, it has hoodoos. These hoodoos created natural amphitheaters here in the park. Amphitheater? Hoodoos? More info, please. Of course, my dear. An amphitheater is an outdoor area for performances. A hoodoo is a tall, skinny pile of rocks. The word hoodoo can also mean goblins. Hoodoos were made when layers of soft and hard rock were piled up on top of each other. They get their funny look because the different types of rock wear away differently. I get it, and I can see why they were named after goblins. I bet they look kind of scary in the moonlight. Let's go on Sunrise Trail. I'm looking for a hoodoo that looks just like Thor's hammer. Over there! I found it! I see it, too. And don't all the hoodoos make the trail look like a maze? It sure does. This maze trail is super fun. The Native American tribes, the Anasazi, Paiute, and Fremont all came here. They called this place Red Painted Faces 
because they thought they saw faces in the rock of people who had turned to stone. There are those goblins again. You know what, Jasmine? We have explored so much natural beauty here in Utah. I'm exhausted. Are you ready to go home? Yes, sirree. Into our cute blue camper in my princess bed. How about bee jokes for the beehive state? Ready? I am. Jasmine, why did the bee hum the song? Because he was buzzy? Cute answer, but it was because he didn't remember the words. So silly. My turn. What do bees chew? This is an easy one. Bumblegum. You're right. I bet it's honey flavored. My favorite place was Bryce Canyon National Park and going on a maze trail with the hoodoos. I enjoyed floating in the salty Great Salt Lake. How about you, friends? What was your favorite place today? Don't forget to tell someone you love. That's right. Thanks for exploring with us and come back next week for Oklahoma. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my good friends. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.